0: All right, for this episode, we'll be talking about Leonard Skinner, pronounced Leonard Skinner. <laughs> it's a visual pun. In the room, I have Rob. Hello. A ben. It's easy to see. And John.
1: <laughs> Leonard
0: Skinner is the debut album from the American rock band of the same name, released on August 13th, 1973, on the MCA record label. The producer was Al Cooper, and the genre is Southern rock, hard rock, and blues rock. And I'm going to read from the book. Matthew Oshinsky. In 1973, Leonard Skinner emerged from the Florida swamplands as a stepchild of the new American South, a culture at once repentant and divine about its tarnage heritage. By the time they recorded their debut album, Skinner had honed a dexterous chicken fried sound in Dixieland's dives and juke joints, assembling along the way a vicious triple guitar attack to complement a taut rhythm section of Ronnie Van Zandt's remarkably soulful voice. But most important to their product, as well as the countless bands this album would eventually inspire, there were the ambiguities that distinguished the group. They looked like truculent confederates, but their music was haunted by black immigrants. Pronounced, flaunted, and defied stereotypes of the Southern man and became the first truly meaningful Southern rock statement. Part blues, part country, part the who, it featured the finest that Rick Riffage has to offer on the blistering opener, I Ain't The One. And then there was Freebird, the breathtaking finale that transformed the group into celebrities and vaulted the album into the charts. Pensive, brash, uplifting, and heart-trending, the song offers a nine-minute lesson in rock, complete with the most exhilarating outbursts of electric guitar to that point and maybe since. All right, what do we think of Leonard Skinner, Dude! The debut, the self-titled.
2: Freebird! Skinner Play Freebird <laughs> They did. They, they do. They, they will. <laughs>
0: they, they played Freebird.
2: They came out strutting. Yeah.
0: I was going to say this they is
1: the best sh- of. Right
3: right. Yeah, yeah First album best of.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: minus Sweet Home Alabama, right? That's that, that's the only one that I think we're really missing. Yeah. Yeah. And that song kind of sucks
0: anyways. Yeah, so. I don't miss that song all that much. This is I miss the best. I, 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 well, Skinner. If the,
2: if you're going to have a great set of Skinner, you got to have Well, yeah. I
0: guess you have to have it.
2: There's a few others, There's the Breeze? There's uh, a okay. uh, What's Your Name. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay,
3: okay. But I mean, you
2: come out. But, but they've got like four of them right on their debut album.
3: Yeah, four out of eight. That's That ain't bad. Yeah, three three in a row followed it's
1: by been... a closer with Freebird. Yeah, and there's only one that's just kind of like a shit blues rock
2: like thing, but, and even
1: that's not that bad.
2: What, I liked every song on this record. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd never sat down and listened to it before. I had no idea I think that it was Baby written Apple especially for you. Was such was so stacked? <laughs> it was, I think it was. <laughs> Dude, Ronnie, Ronnie Van he's got so much character in his delivery. He, he, he's just oozing charm. Like, yeah. like this, the this the sound and the personality coming out of him is like the kind of good old boys that like I do want to hang out with. You know, the kind of like like not like not like the bad connotation good old boys they're going to beat up the blues brothers but like the good kind that know where the good corn whiskey is and the good fishing spots and want to get in trouble with you
0: yeah yeah i get it yeah
2: just that 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 southern charm man there's like little things he does like in uh in a uh, mississippi kid when he's talking about uh uh his woman was raised up on cornbread he knows she's going to give him some and he just goes Give me something, baby. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you say no to that? <laughs> Someone's gonna give you some. Just so, like, just the, la- the just lazy, charmful delivery. Just give it, give it some, baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it has a, v- a very, like, laid-back feel. And those, the sort of, like, slides, I think, is. I was trying to figure out what actually, what's Southern rock? Like, this obviously is. Yeah. And we've had some other bands, but what makes that, what makes Southern Rock, Southern Rock? Yeah, I think it's a, the draw. It's a of, lazy and, stink. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. It definitely has that, that country blues influence. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I think a lot of it is the, the slide the on the slide. guitar. Yeah. Sort of slide in the sort of like uh, uh, carried out lyrics the that feel a bit more uh, languished or I think yeah. of Dimebag Daryl when I think of Southern Rock. Do you? <laughs> Personally, yeah. Okay.
2: It's, Man, how about yeah. that three-guitar army?
0: Uh, Mm-hmm. really good.
2: And I, I like how it came about, too. It was just kind of uh, serendipitous. Like, their bass player left the band either right after recording or, like, during recording, like, right around the time of recording. And so they called up uh, uh, Ed King, who was formerly from Strawberry Alarm Clock and had become friends with them, Apparently, previously, he'd told them, like, hey, I love your guy's band. If you ever need someone else to be in your band, give me a call. Bass player left. They get Ed King in. I think they pass around bass duties for a little while. And then the bass player comes back, like, a month later. He's like, I'm back in the band. And they're like, all right, well, Eddie, I guess you can just be our third guitar player. Yeah. What did Strawberry Alarm Clock write? Was that? Incense and Peppermints. That's, so, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. The guitar player of Incense and Peppermints is playing all over this Skinnered record. Man. You know who else was in that band? The
1: uh, fucking guitarist for Oingo Boingo. He played flute. In Strawberry Alarm Clock? Yeah. Oh.
2: Man, they were just like a breeding ground for better bands. <laughs> yeah, they were. Kind of like Buffalo Springfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So what do you call it when three guitars play together? It's is there a word for something like a guitar me? Yeah, guitar me. It's like <laughs> goes solo, duet, guitar me, quartet.
2: Well, when they're playing in harmony, it'd still be it'd be a three part
3: guitar me, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... I there's mean, no
1: special thing for it's just for no thing. Thing. Yeah. It just is what it
0: is. <laughs> make make up yeah.
3: your own. <laughs> Sounds rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> I think they called it guitar army. Yeah, like the like their fans and they did and yeah they it were, works really well it does which is surprising because we had a couple other albums including uh that uh, not Clapton but it was uh, Derek and the Dominoes, where Oof. there were like three guitars and it was it was a uh, clashing
2: Well, you know what there's 0.0% of in any second of this <laughs> album is jamming there is or clapton there yeah. is no <laughs> There is no improvisation or jams on this album. Every single note has been rehearsed to death, and it is exactly where it's supposed to be. Yeah, really that, true. That's, yeah that's true. Kind of Free Bird is... What makes it work for me.
0: Is that it's not the noodle. Uh, it's through It's through composed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to be getting the Traveling Wilburys pretty soon. There's going to be like 12 <laughs> guitars on <the> stage <laughs> and that
3: shit. It is interesting to think about a band that's like personally so laid back and like occasionally a little sloppy, maybe getting into some... Some drugs and some other things, late nights. But then musically, just being rock solid, drilled it's, down like James, repetition. Well, yeah, like James Brown and yeah. like and his band, like that, those that, guys. That's partied, the but beauty then, of
1: youth, man. Like they, they, they are, they are. Their metabolisms are enough to absorb every horrible thing they do to themselves, and then wake up and do it. Great the next day.
2: Like this is 1973. This is their debut album, but they've been a band since mid 60s. Yeah. Just hitting all the beer joints of the South. Yeah. Just honing that shit.
0: Yeah. It's no wonder that it comes out this strong when you've been playing for years. Yeah. Years and years with no. Just road dogs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I really, really like the short story that is Give You Three Steps. It's great. I love that the the narrator protagonist of the song. I like that. I like that he's the narrator, but he is also like the un- involuntary usurper. And then you know, like he's he's in the wrong in the song. <laughs> like he's dancing with another man's girl, but he doesn't know it. And once he realizes it, instead of doing like the puffed up alpha male thing, like "No, I'm Angie Michael now he's like. Oh nope, you're right. Mind if I run away? <laughs> no, I just, like, it, there's there's a real like nice comedic undertones to it. Yeah. And apparently, this really happened to Rocky fans in Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Yeah, I feel like all these are true stories. <laughs> <laughs> this is a documentary album. <laughs>
2: I really like uh, right right after the first verse of "Give Me Three Steps." Uh, it goes into like a little guitar interlude. It doesn't go into the hook, and then it goes into a second verse. But like at the at the end of the first verse, he's like, "Uh, uh, that's my woman there. I'm a man who cares. This might be the end for you." And then just in the background, away from the mic, he's like, "I said, excuse me."
3: (laughs) 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 I mean, it's that politeness, that southern southern
1: politeness. Like He, he didn't whisper. Well, I took off my hat and imagined that. <laughs> me working <laughs> for you. <laughs> right. Right. You could absolutely match those two things out
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> everywhere. everywhere is signed, man.
3: <laughs> Sign said, give me three steps. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It was, down on it him.
1: was somewhere later in the uh the thing here sorry i might have been mississippi kid yeah i think
2: pretty sure that's a pretty straight that's a it, it laid-back country blues yeah. i don't mind it i've heard a lot worse country blues yeah sure.
1: well c- coming off of such a strong record like yeah. just like throwing that back in like it, it felt like filler on a really short
3: record I, like, eight, eight songs.
2: I just feel really like, give him some baby. Like that <laughs> like enough. that
3: makes the song. Well, also your love of cornbread. And I do love If someone bread. else had some, you you probably would want Did some. Did you write a song about cornbread? You and Adam were
2: uh we had one called yeah. Cornfed Woman. Oh <laughs> pretty <laughs> I mean, close. It, yeah, yeah. The I metaphor like,
3: in Mississippi Kid is I the love, same.
2: <laughs> I also like his correlation that his woman was brought up on cornbread, which means she's gonna give him some. <laughs> like uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cornbread, right? Yeah. She's going to give him some cornbread. Yeah. I said,
1: give me some, baby. <laughs> 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 off, people.
2: <laughs> so in Poison Whiskey, is the moral of the song, whiskey is bad, or is the moral of the song, Johnny Walker Red Scotch Whiskey is bad? I mean, mm. I would say
1: it is bad.
2: Right. The well, no, we're, in, bur- we're in bourbon
1: country. Oh. in that's what we prefer. Well, bourbon was, wasn't was even popular at this point in the mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, bur- bourbon had died yeah. off back in the 50s. Like, everyone was...
3: Yeah, post-war, it was only popular in Japan. Yeah.
2: I know of, it's not bourbon, but I figured Skinner... Would, boys shouldn't be drinking their, scotch. Uh, ...drink their share of uh, Jack Daniels. Uh, maybe. It's Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> right. But still, it's not scotch. I said, I said it's not bourbon. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. But the song, like, so like in the song, I, I'd never heard this song before. So the, the dude's sick and dying. They take him to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, it's the Johnny Walker Red. Is the implication that he's drinking too much or that he's drinking the wrong brand I of I thought burning. it was
0: he was drinking too much.
2: I think it's an anti-Johnny <laughs> Walker Red.
3: <laughs> well, the problem is, your never... liver would have been fine <laughs> no. on any other alcohol. Because
2: then, then the hook like, drink that poison whiskey. I'm like, Okay, so regular whiskey's fine. Don't drink the poison whiskey, which I am led to believe is Johnny Walker.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Jo- I, I like that that version of it, but also I like I can't imagine being the kind of drunk that's like, you know how I'm going out? Johnny Walker Red. <laughs> like, any other fucking liquor. Any other one. Anyone? Yeah, pretty much. Uh like, that type of scotch versus just about anything, I'd rather drink something else.
2: 99 bananas? Why not? <laughs> That's a fun girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Doctor, what happened? He'd got
2: creme de coco.
3: Tric- <laughs> Versa- <laughs> Absolutely creme de coco. 99 bananas. Well, it's like that... Uh, I like to take
1: an actual banana and just and shove it. it into the, the thing <laughs> so Mal-war- I have a 400 banana. Yeah. yeah, of course. I, I, would, I would I would. drink handfuls of <laughs> bottles of Malort before I'd, like... If I, had, if, if I had my choice between a fifth of Malort and a fifth of, like, Johnny Walker
0: Red, I would absolutely drink the Malort. Wow.
1: Fuck.
2: Scotch. I, I, I don't drink, get it. I would drink Malort over Scotch. I
0: would eat, I would drink the Scotch. Johnny Walker Blue appeared... Well, that's blue. Five, six years ago, Whiskey Day, and it was one of the best. Well,
3: but blue, but blue that's is the blue. top. Like yeah. It's like, like red, <laughs> then gold, then blue? Black. Oh, red, then black, then blue? Mm-hmm. So, who covered the song that
1: we're listening to right now? Was it Kid Rock?
3: Metallica, I think.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Simple Man? Yeah.
3: Simple
2: Man, it's such a heavy song. uh, Such a good, heavy chorus. Oh, dude. You know who hated this song? Al Cooper. Really? Our our boy Al Cooper. He was trying to convince them so much that the song was not worth recording and was not an album track that Ronnie Van Zandt... Uh, banished him from the recording studio, made him sit in his own car while they recorded
3: it. <laughs> well, on this album, I mean, it does have Ronnie doing, like, some long-held notes. It It is kind of an introspective song. Dude, it's, Simple Man's a... No, it's... It,
2: it's a tentpole song. No, I,
3: I fucking love this song, and it's amazing, but it doesn't fit in the rest of the album. Like, it is kind of an outlier, but it's awesome. It's still ah, Southern it Rock. I need it right there, close and outside one.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that Al Cooper was so against it. Yeah. I maybe he didn't think they were delivering like like they were it just wasn't gelling for them. And maybe they proved him wrong by just saying, just wait, you'll see. It'll be good. We just need a couple more takes Sit or something. in your car, Alan. I've thought that before, too. Like when you're in the studio or whatever and you're not feeling it, like sometimes you got to come back next day and just do it. Do Something, do it again. I hate every
1: minute of the studio, so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to come back in. I would knock it out, get me the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that what simple old man good, good heavy stuff, yeah, dude. Yeah, we, we is that, really
2: is that nice, slow, tender heavy.
1: Have we even tiptoed into southern heavy rock yet? Or is this our first foyer? Foyer. Foyer.
2: Have we Four? done any Almond Jim? Brothers yet?
0: Or is... yeah, we did. We yeah. did it at Fillmore. Were they? He- they weren't heavy though. That sucked. I liked it. Yeah, uh, it was. Bl- hey. It was a lot more blues, and it was not heavy. It was all like blues. this.
2: This is. Skinner's al- heavier than Almonds.
0: It's very. It's like a riff. <laughs> Play to <laughs> <of> Almonds. Play to
3: Skinner. Skinner's
2: heavier. Almonds are relatively light, <laughs> given their nuts. <laughs> Man, yeah, <laughs> I got confused there.
0: <laughs> I think they they shred though. I mean, well they shred, but yeah,
2: they're not heavy.
0: No, they're they're not the. They don't have that bass heaviness. They don't have that laid back. They do back. have three guitar players, don't they? Yeah, depending on when it, when and where.
2: Well, that's not an army. But they're this not is an army. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sound like an army. I mean, it's just it sounds. It's thick as peanut butter, yeah, this is This is
0: like slow rock instead of that blues rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is,
2: yeah. This is
3: southern Yeah, southern, southern rock. rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could call Almond Brothers or anything southern rock really before this as that, sa- like, they are southerners who rocked. I mean, I don't know what album they had come out with in 73 that would have been like the, uh,
1: like, what was happening with the Almond Brothers at this time. It's right. so our first time in this situation hearing, uh, Heavy southern rock.
3: Yeah. It's awesome.
1: And guys, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know what I don't like, though?
2: That They died in a plane crash. All of
3: the lyrics. They didn't bird. all
2: die in a plane crash. No, just some of them.
3: Dude, Gary Rossington, I think, might be a Highlander.
2: He's the only surviving member of this band. So is that saying that he is durable or is it saying the band is durable?
3: Just pro. No, I think I think he is like the Keith Richards of Leonard Skinner. Like survived a plane crash, survived a car crash, survived drugs. Like I don't, I don't. I think you have to decapitate him. I, I, what,
2: no, I don't be.
3: decapitate Gary Rossington. It's the quickening. Do
2: you want it or not? <laughs> so uh, I learned something about Gary Rossington. So that's why they they yeah, can't they, play with the stones.
3: That's right. Because Keith Richards Richards. and Rossington would have to Highlander battle. So uh,
2: on the album cover uh, that's Gary Rossington. He's the one sitting down the furthest to the right that's sitting down. He's kind of in the middle of the group. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just sitting there got his hands between his legs. Apparently mere seconds after this photo was shot he heaved all over the side. (laughs) 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 And if you look at him He's got like kind of a little, little bit g- of preheat
1: well, <laughs> preheat <laughs> going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a little green around <laughs> like, oh, the gills like right if there. He's gonna
3: spew spew into this. Oh yeah, Gary Rossington. Oh, he's not having a good day. <laughs>
1: So when did the plane crash happen? Seventy
2: six. Okay,
1: six or seven something. Yeah. Yeah,
2: just a few years after this.
1: I didn't know that that was the fate of the surviving member. Why there was only one surviving member?
3: Well, Uh, I think there were other survivors of the crash, but he was the only surviving band member on the mm -hmm. crash.
2: No. But there were other band members. Gary Rossington is the only current. No, they on that plane that day was everyone that was in the band at that time, which is a slightly different lineup than we're dealing with right here. Yeah. Ronnie Van Zant died their drummer at the time who is different from the drummer on this album died and one of their backup singers who is actually the drummer's sister died and the rest of them were injured but then since then, uh, the, over the last few decades, they've just been dropping.
1: Like, are there any original members touring Gary with them right now? He's the, the only it's one. Just you. Yeah. Highlander. There can be only one
2: Rossington. Gary Rossington is the only surviving member from that's been in the band the entire time. Mm-hmm. There may be other people that survived that plane crash that were just part of a, a, a different lineup of the band that are still there. I, I didn't dig that deep. No.
3: Nope. Yeah. yeah. Tw- 20 of the people on the plane survived... Uh, four died. Uh Did it just crash into the ground, or was it a water tree? landing or tree, forest tree line forest? It,
2: it ran out of gas. gas.
1: Yeah. Oh, where were they going to? Baton Rouge, I think.
2: Yeah, they're just flying from like like yes, like South Carolina to Baton Rouge.
1: Mm-hmm. So just like a little passenger jet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, like a like a band I plane, mean, like the one that goes down and almost famous.
1: Oh.
2: Or almost goes down. Yeah. It doesn't actually go down in almost face. They pull up at the last minute.
1: They do.
0: That movie's problematic.
2: It is. I enjoyed it at the time.
0: It's got a lot of uh, stories, it, like rock and roll stories, woven in, which yeah, I yeah. find fun. Kevin yeah. Crowe thinks a lot well, of himself. It, it, that, and you know, if, yeah,
1: if you're going to twelve year old reporter, Cameron Crowe, <laughs>
2: if you're going to call the movie problematic, you have to admit that a lot of rock and roll stories are problematic. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. no, I <laughs> we we will get <laughs> into all of that. Coming up, um, ultimately though, what I was saying, yeah, Freebird, the lyrics suck, but the song's awesome.
0: Hey, this bird will not change. Like <laughs> in my exactly. Wait, wait, it, why, why? are they suck?
1: It's it's too on the nose for me, and it just like it it reminds me of every like the every time I picture a breakup of like just some fucking like trash. It's always like, girl, you see these wings? See, see these feathers? Can't change this. <laughs> this like
2: bird will not change. Will this, not. this bird does not change. Just every
3: every yeah. single bird changes. They go from a chick <laughs> to not an adult. One. They molt. I need not you to this stop by... sleeping
2: around with me with my sister. This bird will not change.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: but then the outro
3: kicks in, and it's fucking amazing. It's like five minutes of guitar outro. That's it's, so good. It's rad. <laughs> it's
1: good. Uh, it's uh, uh, That and Layla, I think, are the... The best of the outros of rock and roll thus far that I, uh, we've heard some good rock and roll codas.
3: We had some, some, some outros on Abraxas, I thought that were, were good.
0: I thought, yeah, Freebird's pretty, pretty stellar. Yeah, it's hard to beat. Just yeah. just picturing
1: Jenny walking around on that, uh, that ledge, <laughs> you know, she 70s are
0: hard on her, man. They
1: sure were too many cocaines. <laughs> I think I
2: can fly. That
0: bird so, just
2: won't change. I did find mm-hmm.
0: something interesting that that <laughs> for that song, American troops returning home from the Vietnam War plane in the mid seventies traveled on what became known as the Freebird Express. It was common for the song Freebird to be played in their honor as they boarded the planes. That's pretty dope. Yeah,
1: I was thought you were about to say that Freebird just played on repeat for the <laughs> <laughs> nineteen. And, and then that plane fell out of the sky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Some good so PR. We're, we're listening to that the Mississippi kid
3: country blues song. Right no,
1: I like this one. Maybe maybe it was Poison Whiskey. I think it was Poison Whiskey.
3: Yeah, because
0: yeah, that is a, like a straight ahead.
3: And the blues. and the Poison Whiskey song, like they really kind of push the, the 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 lyrics on it, and it does get a little does tired. It, does
1: it sound like you say Poison Whiskey or Poison Berry? Like,
2: don't drink Poison Whiskey. Oh, okay,
3: right.
1: yeah. In my brain, I, it was I mean, Poison Berry. <laughs> well, I would drink Poison Berry. That's delicious. Yeah. Oh.
0: Uh, I had no idea too. They got really popular in 1973, mainly because this album's awesome. But, yeah. but they also opened for the Who. Yeah, oh, and yeah. the Who yeah. Was, Cooper. was touring. Cooper.
2: Al Cooper's friends with yeah.
3: Townsend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that must be weird to have like them open for the Who.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> they, works. No, that'd be a great show. I, I mean, it kind of works because you can imagine them playing Freebird, and then it's like, what, what are you gonna do? What band's gonna follow that? And oh, then the
1: uh, no, yeah. okay.
2: you are like, oh, shit yeah, if you right. close
3: with Freebird, which of course they're gonna, fuck yeah, us, and then, then you go into the theatrical bombast of the day, who okay.
2: are not intimidated no. by <laughs> a, a band out showing them? No, <laughs>
3: you see this plumage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I see. I, we'll see your free bird, yeah. and we will blow up the drums, <laughs> 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 injuring band members in the process.
1: All right, what do we think? I, I think it's a great record. Um, I'm going to go neutral though because oh. it's. I, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Interesting, <laughs> but yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Switching
2: it up.
0: Then <laughs> uh, I think I
2: know. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. This is. This is a. There's not a problem with this record. It's yeah. a southern treat that can't be beat. It's oh, a southern Ben's treat <laughs> <laughs> that can't be beat. Oh, Google Custis? This, this is a pecan roll.
3: Oh, a moon pie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moon pie. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think I agree with, with uh, both Ben and Rob in that, like, moon pies are kind of good, but they're also kind of stale. Like, uh, you know, I think it'd be strange to hear of anyone that hadn't heard uh, many of these songs but all those songs are great. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's both ways. But I'm going to go positive with it because yeah. I, I like Southern Rock.
0: Yeah, I'm positive so on it. What's, what,
2: what's what's the part that's like maybe drawing you away from the positive? Oh. The fact that you already know some of these great songs? Exactly. I mean, like.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Get them, I like it so much <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> 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 it's so good I, it can't be good. <laughs> And yeah. the portions are so small.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't see any problem with it. It's it's really good. I mean, it's just really good rock and roll, and I feel like they, they stretched out. They did something different than just the Almond Brothers. Like, the, yeah. they didn't follow, get into a, a that blues rut, or, or the country, mm. you know, they, they broke out of, of that. No, mm-hmm. this
2: isn't a blues rock album. This is a southern rock album. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And now we know the difference.
0: Yep. Inspired
3: a lot of bands that are a lot of real bad bands oh, I don't yeah. want to listen to I mean, you can't hold that against them no, know. absolutely not they didn't know what they were breeding <laughs> uh, anything else? named after their high school teacher
0: yeah The PE like, teacher yeah, <laughs> all right. Leonard Skinner
1: I really thought this band was from Alabama this because whole time Did they say Sweet Home Alabama? maybe yeah, I mean
2: it's a, it's fair to draw that conclusion
1: yeah yeah that's true I, I, and also like uh where are they are
2: they Jacksonville or where are they from I think that
1: was they're uh like their their slight song feud with Neil young I really thought it was all about Alabama
2: it was but more so than that the line they took umbrage with was uh a uh, uh, southern man
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, then
2: yeah. in Sweet Home, Alabama, uh, Hope Neil Young will remember Southern Man Don't Need Him Round Anyhow.
1: Who the fuck writes a song about Alabama who doesn't live in
0: Alabama? That That's some weird shit.
2: Uh, it's not as weird as CCR writing
0: a ton of songs about <laughs> bayou. the bayou. <laughs> in, in Northern <laughs> California. Fair enough. <laughs> Fine. Uh, also, also Neil Young is from Canada. <laughs> Canada. Yeah,
2: he's... Writes a Uh, lot of western songs. Neil Young, uh, uh, that's west. Yeah. He's from Vancouver,
3: right? (laughs) Okay. Doesn't get much further west. Mm -hmm. world's biggest rodeo's in Calgary. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Birch. Okay. (laughs) okay, okay.
3: Uh,
2: Where is they from?
0: The most populous city in Florida. Hmm. Jacksonville.
2: It's a big town. Well, you and go. you know, and depending on what part of Alabama they're singing about in "Sweet Home Alabama," it's just it's just across line. It's just across that Florida line.
1: Ooh. Yeah, Jacksonville is not close to that. Well, not no, no, no,
2: but you know, it, it's not part of the panhandle. But Sweet it's also,
1: home, <laughs>
2: but it's also not like Southern Florida. It's still, that. No that, flow. That f- flow, flow, uh, flow, Georgia. What f- other Georgia?
1: What other store? What other storts? What other states do we have that are four syllables that we could have put in there, which would have been more fun?
2: Indiana. All right, I'm just gonna turn it off now. Thank you.
1: Give <laughs> <laughs> right, me out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Next time we'll be talking about Michael Vineyard's incredible bongo band. All right. Thanks, y'all.